Welcome back to the Blunt Lab, ladies and gents. I'm Al, and this is Marcus. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm all right, man. Just chilling. How you doing? I'm, I'm here, man. I'm surviving. So I remind our subscribers, listeners, to check out music by Nish, the producer of our intro track, Trap Sex. You can find his music on SoundCloud, YouTube. Check it out. Right on, right on. Also, check out my nephew Nate's artwork at Levity Creations. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to hit him up with some artwork, please do. Yes, sir. So what's popping, sure. man? I don't know. You know, it's another day. Another day in the crazy world that we're living in. What's I going on with that, you? Man. And I figured we'd get right into it. We might be a little, well, I wouldn't say too late, but the... What's the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. The result. The verdict. Yes. The verdict. There we go. Mm-hmm. Of the Buffalo shooter. Mm-hmm. My man killed 10 people, hurt three. Now we're charging him with, uh, 26 federal hate crimes, firearm offensive. Mm-hmm. So they sentenced him to 11 consecutive life sentences without possibility of parole plus 90 years. Nice. I'd say Do that's you justified. think that's enough? Honestly, I don't know that there is a number that is enough, but I kind of appreciate him not getting like a death sentence or anything like that, because I feel like he should live out his days suffering you know considering the suffering and the pain he caused all those people all those families you know so i agree to a certain point i mean he should be in prison for a little bit mm-hmm. you know let some of the in-house folk get a hold of him yeah do what they do yeah and then the families of the vi- victims should have the choice. It should really be up to them mm-hmm. on whether or not they're handed a loaded weapon with the opportunity to shoot him straight in the face. But again, Man. he should be in prison for a little bit. And I do believe after that little bit, let the prison life have him for a little bit, that the family should have a choice on whether or not they want to shoot him in the face. As me personally, if that was one of my family members, with everything that's going on around this country, with people just being unalived for no reason, mm-hmm. I can't see that happening to me and me going on camera crying and sobbing and asking people to protest. None. I'll take Namor's advice. I'll bury my dead. I'll mourn my loss. And then whoever's responsible for taking my loved one away from me, (laughs) if you believe in anything, you better start praying because I'm going to come for you. Hey, I can appreciate that, that, um, 
that sentiment. You know? But you gotta remember though, a lot of a lot of people aren't like built like that though, you know. But I can understand where you're coming from completely, because and I feel because it's just heavy, and man. I feel that because they're not built like that, that this shit just is just gonna keep on happening, man. Yeah. That's the sad part. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just going to keep on happening. And now yeah. it is very, very, very sad. It's fucking tragic, man. It's just, yeah. it's just tragic. So let's hope during this time while he's in jail, you know, some of those, uh, what do we call them? Booty lovers, I guess. Booty warriors. <laughs> 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 Let's hope they get a hold of him and, uh, you know, they welcome him to the prison life. Repeatedly. There's just, there's just so many of these things like that happening, man. Like, over the past, like, I don't know, it feels like maybe the last 20 years, 15, 20 years, like, the amount of mass shootings has got to be, like, quadruple what it was, you know, the prior, like, 20 years prior. You know what I mean? I you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the numbers of, like, where they are in the last 20 years compared to 20 years before that, like, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, man. It seems like it's, like, every other week, every other month, like, a couple times a week sometimes, like. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. And I don't, you just, I don't know what the solution yeah. is. Like, I don't know if it's gun control because that is a sensitive thing. And I don't feel like people should, like all people should suffer for some people's mistakes. But with mm -hmm. that said, like, dude, this is happening too often. Like something's gotta give. And assault weapons to me, like, hey, I'm not gonna sit here and jump on no, no Ted talk, but come on, bro. Like what, what, what does anybody need an assault weapon for? Unless you're fighting a zombie apocalypse. Hey, you know, hey, I, look, man, we we might we we might need those assault weapons. No, no, I, with, yeah, with so, yeah, yeah. Consider what's happening, yeah. Mm -hmm. But just in general, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That is, it, I don't know, man. This every time one of these things happens, it just makes me sick. I I don't know. I just I don't have that kind of mentality to like make it make sense. So it's like. Because you know me, shit, you know me my whole life, essentially. Like, I'm about as peaceful as a cat there is. Like, I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to be happy and live in harmony. I don't understand why we all don't have that kind of mentality. It's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. If I have, if I hurt somebody, it is definitely not intentional or it is due to self-preservation. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, going to protect myself. I have... But I'm not like out looking to, you know what I mean? Like to like do harm to anybody ever. Like I don't understand that mindset. And it's just like so for me, I have, much of it. I'm I sorry, have that mentality to an extent to where I do want all those things, especially for our people. I want it for everybody. Yeah. You know, as 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 black folks, we're the most inclusive people ever. Mm -hmm. And I'd like for us to stay that way. But we should also look out for us primarily. You know, the same you took way the thought, you, you took the thought right out of my head. I'm sorry to catch you off, bro. It's like, oh, no, worries. We're, no worries at all. We're super inclusive, but we're not inclusive with each other. And Absolutely. We're, we're that part blows my mind. With, yeah, yes. it does. We're constantly competing with one another. And truthfully, if things went down 
the way these white supremacists want them to go down, mm -hmm. as a people, we're going to lose because we are not as together as we need to be. That's you know, and, facts. You know, and that's the sad, yeah, a sad truth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely sad. And, you know, we're united, bro. To, you know, if we're united, and, you know, there's nothing again, we can't do. I want everyone to eat. I want everyone to be sick, but I'm, you've known me mm -hmm. your whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm combative. Born and raised in New York, came, you know, I was bullied for a little bit till I shut that down. Until mm -hmm. I was shown, let, let me rephrase, till I was shown how to shut that down to where, like, I'm going to be cool with you to say some slick shit that, you know, hey, I, as far as I'm concerned, you want to fight. Yeah. And I didn't care, you know, male, female, child, the elderly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to allow you hey. to run your mouth without consequence. You know what I they mean, say, equal rights, equal fights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and again, I am not <laughs> advocating beating no. women or children. I'm just saying no. there are certain things that if you do to me, Mm -hmm. you're basically letting me know mm -hmm. you want me to fuck you up. Those things are keep your spit in your mouth. Yeah. And keep your hands to yourself. Bro, both of those things are assault. If you put your hands on someone or spit on someone, that's assault. That's, and that's let me tell you again, period, what that man, is. woman, child, senior citizen, if you well, you know, you spit or throw something at me or pick your hands up. You're basically telling me, hey, fuck me up. And that's what I'm going to do. Like, there are parents that will allow their kids to spit on people like it's cool. Like, yo, that's I'm going to give you probably a full second, one second to say something to your kid. Mm-hmm. If that second has passed and you have said nothing to your kid about spitting on me, you're going to witness your kid get sparked and kicked straight across the room. I ain't know how nope. most parents are like, oh, they're going to jump up. Oh, that's my, yeah, yeah, I hope you jump up because I'm going to fuck you up in front of your kid. And your kid that's... is going to learn a valuable lesson that day. That's Don't the problem. spit. Yeah, that's the problem with the world, man. It's like, just like you said, there's no... There's no reason to people ever aren't, people aren't, spit yeah, people on aren't, somebody. People aren't held accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. No, for that's what you facts. Do. There's definitely no accountability in the world. And there's no, I don't know. There's no like accountability. There's no like, there's like a lack of responsibility and just being decent. Like plain just being decent. And you know, you always hear the old sayings of like treat people how you want to be treated and all that good stuff. Yeah, that sound good. But it's like, bro, why is other people's happiness affect your happiness so much? Like, why? You know what I mean? And this is like mm -hmm. a blanket statement a bunch of, about, around a bunch of different topics. But it's like, absolutely, why would it? Why would? Why would someone else's decisions that don't affect you make you so mad that you have to resort to violence? Or why would the person color of their skin or their sexual orientation or anything like bro 
I don't care what nobody does. As long as you ain't hurting people in the process of doing it, do your thing. Do you. Like, be yeah, happy. You. I don't care. Everybody should, like, but again, it, it just goes back to what you're saying. It's like, and I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of that stuff is taught, like, because babies don't come no. out with prejudice and hate and, you know, ignorance. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, babies don't come out like that. So that's definitely taught actions. But I don't yeah, know, man. Most certainly. I, I think about, but, like, like, in an ideal world, how things could be. But then, like, I've lived long enough to know, like, that's not realistic. But no. it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, you ever get that Goes feeling? Back. Like, you like, you want to, you want to do something to change the world. You want, like, you, you know what I mean? Like that idea. And I feel like if I was to say what an ideal world would be, I feel like people would agree to it, you know, to an extent, or mm -hmm. like for the most part. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, why can't we? Why can't we work towards it? You know. And truly, the closer, let's say you were to work towards something like that, the closer you got to your goal, mm -hmm. the more those that are above us mm -hmm. will do to take you out. Oh, bro. You sh I was having this conversation earlier today, like, and I'll, I'll shine a light with my, you know, instead of this Black History Month, I'll shine a light on the Black part of it. If you're making that kind of noise and like you're creating that kind of a stir, like they're going to get you up out of there, period, mm -hmm. you know, or just like, what's my, the movie, um, Judas and the, the black Messiah about, was it Fred Hampton? One of the founders of the black Panther party and how they depicted the black Panther party to be this gang and knew this and that, but they were just like community activists that were trying to take care of their people, their neighborhoods. They got him up out of yep. it. Like he started like getting that kind they of- They were labeled as domestic terrorists. Yeah. And they started wielding that kind of, that kind of influence that'll make people want to change, want to do better. Get him up out of there. Malcolm X goes to Mecca, comes back talking some different shit. Get him up out of there. Cause like he was militant and shit before, but now he done went and got like his spirituality and everything in line. And now he's seeing it like, hey, we need to do this and this, and it sound good. Get him up out of there. Dr. King, get him up out of there. Robert Kennedy, get him up out of there. Bro. Now, I'll say this. Um, guys like Dr. King did talk a very good talk. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but um, I'm finding out certain things about the you know, the black party of those days mm -hmm. and how um, they basically sold out to the Kennedy administration. Really? For two payments of $500,000. Now this is alleged. I, I haven't, you know, dove too deep into it. I mean, they say that without the black vote, Kennedy doesn't get into office. I believe that he was like, Catholic and shit too, wasn't he? Like Irish Catholic. Oh, he was like one of the first or the first Catholic president. And that's, you know, I, I, I get believe it. so. Uh, I, I could see it. The You know, the country was different back then. I could see that being like a thing. He was young, charismatic and shit. He's sleeping with fucking, you know, movie stars and all that. Like, I get it. I get, 
I can see that to, being going like a back thing. to that. Their, their end game was basically trying to get us to be together. The yeah. main message was trying to get us to be together, work together, mm-hmm. to be strong together. Mm-hmm. That, my brother, is dangerous. Yeah. To the elite white folks. Yeah, Extremely to consider, take into consideration how powerful the black dollar is. Why is Michael Jordan is rich? Who made Michael Jordan rich? You think it was white folk? Who makes Ma- all those big brand names rich? Because Michael Jordan's think real money folk? came from Nike and shoes sales. Because he was making good money in the league those last couple of years, but they ain't like now yep. what he's, he's making two, three hundred thousand. I mean, two, three hundred million dollar contracts. They didn't have none of that back then. So yeah, his money came from Nike and some of them damn Jordans that we love as a people. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm one of them. I raise my hands. Love them shits. You know, I'm I'm, I'm guilty of it too. <laughs> you know, I'm guilty Jays. of it too. Yeah, but love his games. But, sa- but here's what's sad. We, as a whole, let FUBU go out of business. Exactly. But we put money in white racist pockets. Balenciaga. Gucci. Uh Coach. We don't take care of our own. The list goes on and on. But we let FUBU go out of business. We let black-owned businesses go out of business. That's the crabs in a barrel, man. Crabs in a barrel. You pull each other down and get up. And that's... Until that, until that, until that's rectified and like acknowledged and dealt with, this is always going to be the conversation. These things are always going to keep happening to us and we're going to have these same conversations for weeks and months and years to come because we're not united. And I don't even feel like it's in no militant kind of way, like just united as people. Like if we took care of each other, like other races or ethnicities take care of them, their selves like mm-hmm. it would only for one it would empower us but it would empower the world it would take care of the world because i feel like we have more to offer society because there'd be more of us offering it instead of but i will say this though, each we other are down. we are the only race that literally aren't allowed to do that going back to the black panther thing yeah come on think of what all the other you know the irish the italians the Hispanics, the yeah. Jews. Mm-hmm. If we tried to do what all those folks did, what did they do to us? They broke it up. Black Wall Street. Dude, if, there was more, if, if there was more than two of us on a street corner, uh-huh. we were getting locked up. Like gang activity? Was, they, was, that, was that what they were labeling it, I think? Well, well, like yeah, that? well, that was one of the terms they were using. I mean, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is the it's the greatest country in the world, bro. But it's like it's not for us like that, though. And it's kind of fucked up when you like really sit back and think about it. Like the shit that we've been through, the shit that we continue to go through, the shit that's on the horizon. And it's like I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, but like I don't know, man. Like <laughs> it's like <laughs> it makes me think about. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to shine light on it. You remember Fresh Fritz, where um, Will's dad came back, and he was going to take him fishing. And then, like, he had, oh, I got a book because I got to go do this job. And he's like, why he don't look, why he don't want me? That's how, that's how I feel as a people. Like, why America don't want me? 
you know, I've, I feel that way too, but here's, here's the thing. <laughs> the more you deep, you, you know, you dig into it, the more we're, you know, you're starting to find out that, dude, we probably didn't come over on ships. We were already here. I've heard that. I've heard stuff like that lately. I've been hearing more and more. I got to dig and into bro, that. The, and literally, and I mean this literally, the writing's on the wall. Mm -hmm. You know? The yep. things they used to do back in the day is draw that shit all over the wall. Mm -hmm. And when you look at how, if you look at the drawings, the colors of the drawings, it's black people. Yeah. All over. All over. But you know what? I don't want to dig too, uh, cause I mean, there's just, well, we'll, we'll touch on these things. Yeah. Well, this is just the third we of conversation. Yeah. We'll, we'll touch on it here and there. Absolutely. Yes, now sir. I need to ask you, uh, young bro, are you mm -hmm. caught up with, uh, the last of us? Oh, I am all the way caught up. You know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to, I'm starting to see that, you know, I'm kind of like Joel mm. and you might be Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy's a good dude, man. Tommy's a solid he's trying, dude. He's trying to be a good dude, but Joel's he's still trying, trying to, to kill better. shit, man. Yeah. Tommy's just trying to do better. I'm so happy that that went that way. So that was worried at yes. first. It was like, man, I hope Tommy don't turn on him. I Absolutely. really hope that's not what the, the leading thing. But in the yeah, previews, got... I was happy to see. I was mm -hmm. happy to see Tara from True Blood. Yeah, yeah. In here, she's great. She's really great. Yeah, she's. You know, I'm mm -hmm. surprised. You know, she's got to be in more stuff. I know she is, but I don't know. Like you would think after True Blood, like she would have been in a lot more. You know. Because I feel like mm -hmm. everybody else from that show, I see them in a lot of stuff, you know? But maybe she's, she's betrayed, picky about, like, what she does, though. Because she was also briefly um, on The Walking Dead. Okay. She came in. She came in briefly. She was, uh, like, Michonne's, like, best friend in real life. Okay. Back when things were normal. Yeah. But then she turns out to be a scumbag at the end of it. Mm, I know you're gotcha. not, I know you're not caught up, but she ends up she ends up betraying Michonne, kidnapping the kids, and Michonne's you know Michonne had to kill her, so you know blah blah blah. But nice. She does. She's really good in everything that she's in because she played the crazy unstable creature in mm -hmm. True Blood. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She played the backstabbing unstable creature in The Walking Dead. Great. Uh huh. And. This one episode, you see, you can kind of see where she's trying to control Tommy. Because, to, you know, Joel, yeah, Joel, Joel kind of told you how, you know, in the first couple episodes, how Tommy is a follower. Mm -hmm. Right out of high school, literally joined the army, trying to be a part of something. Yeah. He was always following that he was with the Fireflies and he quit the Fireflies. Yeah. So for, for somebody like her. Joel is somebody she can control. She oh, can mold. Tommy. Now, yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Um, without Joel being in Tommy's life, it's easy for her to do so. True. But she might have his best intentions, though. 
Because they are they're safe. Sheep. They have like a, they have like, I don't know, man. They have like a nice little community. They have like power. They have food. They can cultivate food. And they have like animals and farm life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> if you think about the circumstance that the world is in at that point, what they offer is like, that's, that's just me. Bro, they even have movie nights and stuff. Like, that's as close to normalcy as like anybody in that world is living. You know, what, what do you think those people could have possibly done to have, what's her name again? Mary Maria. Who, um, uh, Tommy's girl, Tommy's girl. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I can't, I know the daughter was Sarah, right? Well, his daughter, Joel's daughter is Sarah. Dude, I remember like the, Sarah. the plaque they had on the wall for the kids. Her, her son her was kids. Kenny. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Damn it. Uh, Let her come to us. But either way, what could people have possibly done to her in the group that they massacred them the way they did? That's true. I mean, and and again, you have to see each story from each person's perspective. Mm -hmm. What drove them to where they're at at that point? So for her, we already know she's lost a son. Because, again, mm-hmm. I haven't played the game, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. We know she's lost a son. She doesn't appreciate Joel's influence on Tommy. She mm-hmm. tried to warn Allie about Joel. Like, mm-hmm. what is it about Joel that you hate so much? Or what is it about you that you feel threatened by Joel so much? I don't know. You know what? I didn't thought about that like that. I see what you're saying. I think about like, like going to the end of the episode, the people that attacked Joel and Ellie. Like, yes. If it's that kind of circumstance, I can understand them massacring them. Absolutely. Because they're definitely just defending themselves at that point. But with that being said, you've got a good point as far as like just the, the mental part of it. Because she knows how Tommy is, Tommy's loyal. So if you offer him something, or if you've got a goal or a plan, like he definitely will jump on it. You know? Oh, absolutely! And now, and she, now that we know she's pregnant, yeah, and she probably does look at Joel as like a threat to that. But maybe, like I said, maybe she's looking at it like we're gonna be a family. Like, I need him here. Like I need him around to like you know help me raise this baby. And I in get this, that point. And I get that too. That but again, there could be more to it because she was like trying to warn Ellie about it. Like, and there was some emotional parts too, man. Like when Ellie and, <laughs> and Joe were in the room oh, talking. Oh man, dude. That was like, that was tugging at the heartstrings, man. I was like, oh. Oh. Man. So she's like, everybody when, that I loved either left me or died. And like, except for you. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, because he's like, oh, Tommy will be better suited to take care of you. I'm old, and he's young, and this and that. I'm like, dude, that's, come on. Like, that's your daughter at is this she, point. And, What are you talking about? And she, and she was clear. She's like, if I'm with anyone but you, mm-hmm. I'm going to be nothing but scared. Exactly. And, dude, when she was like, uh, she was like hey, I'm not her, mm-hmm. referring to his daughter, yeah. he was like, don't. Yeah. I was like, oh. That's why he said, she like, can't go. Yeah, that's why he said what he said to her, like, I'm glad, or like, I wouldn't want you, or I'm glad you're not her, or whatever he said. 
know, like I'm not just your dad hurt. or what have yeah. you. Like he was just oh, hurt. He, when he was super. But he but is her dad how... at this point. Like I don't, and I'm pretty sure he realized it too. That's probably why he's so like scared. Like he was like describing how he feels this fear of her getting hurt or losing her because he knows and like she's mine now. So like, yeah, I'm her. And like, I feel she feels the same way about him. Like they're only going to be as good as they can be together because they're going to definitely take care of each other. You know, in the, in the, when, uh, Tommy was walking her to the stable mm-hmm. and Joel was there mm-hmm. and she, he was like, I'm going to give you the opportunity. She didn't even think no. about it. She said, let's go. Put <laughs> a bag. Let's go. She was like, she's like, fuck you, Tommy. You got to go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She didn't even think about it. She, this just comes to show how much she loves him. Yeah. And you know how much he loves her. Because, like, look, as hurt as he was, she was telling the truth. Yeah. And in truth, the only ones that can hurt you mm-hmm. are the ones you care and love. Yeah. So. And I think, like, had his daughter survived the initial... Like the start of it, maybe she would have oh, evolved. She'd be dead. Yeah, but yeah, but so. considering how she was, like, yeah, there's, there's something to be said about that. But Ellie's like, like him in that sense, to where it's like she can like compartmentalize what's going on, like what I'm doing is not, it's for the greater good type deal. You know what I mean? Or like this is but what that's I have the luxury. To but that's yeah. the luxury being born in that time. You yes, know, Joel's daughter. She was Joel's born daughter was born. Regular. Yeah. Yeah. So and she sees the world like... For some reason... Yeah. You would think, you know, for some reason, every one of these shows portray people acting like super stupid. Like, you see they're acting zombie-like. Mm-hmm. You've seen enough movies to this point. Mm-hmm. To where if anything's like, dude, again, me, I'm stabbing you in the skull or I'm shooting you in the skull. Mm-hmm. Any kind of weird shit. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to allow you to bite me. Mm-mm. No, not happening. Not happening. Mm-hmm. I was worried too when Joel told Tommy about Ellie, like, like she's been bit. Yeah. But I was like, that's Tommy, though. And I had to remember, like, Tommy's got his back. And if he, and Joel's telling him, like, she's good. Like, she's, she could be the cure. I'm pretty sure Tommy's going to be like, I believe him. And he's been around her. She hasn't, she's not a rabbit or, you know, she's not a zombie or anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's And I was kind of worried Tommy would tell his girl. Oh, she would have definitely been down to kill Ellie, though. Either kill her or not allow her to leave. Yeah. Now I can't remember. They don't have a doctor. Where on they didn't say in their camp. They didn't say if they did mm-hmm. or not. But you need a doctor and you need a scientist too. Yeah. So you need somebody that can like cultivate a cure. If that, because I mean, whatever's in her blood is able to fight it and beat it. So, I don't know. But I mean, I understand that part of it is like why they had to keep keep it moving because. They got to get, they got to get west. They got to get to where they can get a vaccine or something. But yeah, it just, each episode just shows the buying growing and oh. 
Now, what's what's really making me sad is that we're nearing the end. I don't know how yeah. many episodes they intend they uh, intend on pushing out for this first season, but I've read that we're nearing the end, and mm-hmm. that saddens me. Yeah, but it's a great show. You you was around the corner. Yes, the I second part. So we not, have a, it's like two weeks March from now or something like that. Yeah, March 9th, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, a couple of weeks. Okay, and dude. You need to get up on Mando because that's coming out next month. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, I guess we'll push forward from there, man. So I did not get to see all of All-Star Weekend. Yeah, I saw but, parts of um, it. I did see clips. So let me ask you this. It's called All-Star Weekend, right? Mm-hmm. How is it a young brother from the G League is the one making waves during All-Star Weekend. And why is it that big mouths like John Murray isn't competing in the slam? They're like, dude, you know, you're a, you're an All-Star. Mm-hmm. You know what it tells me? It tells me that either these dudes' pride is too great to where they feel like if they lost to a G League dude, their pride would be hurt, or they're just not creative. Because a lot of and like a lot of great in-game dunkers don't have the creativity to like actually go out there and do something different. And it's not even about doing something different at this point. It's just putting on a show. Like Mac McClung, what he did for one, he oh. was hungry, and bro, he's been out there for at least five to six years on YouTube with the highlight reels, with the layups and the the crazy dunks. This kid's been out there for years, like, and, like, you can tell he really, it really mattered to him. Like, it makes me sick a little bit because that used to be a rite of passage. Like, the greats, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins. Spud Webb, Dominique Wilkins. Spud Webb, Kobe Bryant, Clyde Drexler. Like, dude, the greats. Kobe competed? Yeah, Kobe won the dunk contest his rookie year, 96. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did the, was it, the East Bay? In between the leagues. And he had the, that's um, right, that's the right. starter jacket on. Like, Brent Barry, another great dunker. Like, Blake <laughs> yes. Griffin, Aaron Gordon, Zach yes. Levine. Like, stars Aaron, used to do Aaron it. Gordon got robbed. Aaron Gordon he did. got robbed. He did. He really did. You could say he got robbed twice, but, you know. But dude, McClung, there. He McClung did good, knocked out his dunks in, the fir- in his first attempt. Yes. Bro. Who, I mean, like, dude. The one, the one where he jumped over dude and like double pumped it backwards, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> he's been waiting on this moment." <laughs> I this believe is the moment he's been I waiting believe, on. I believe we have, I believe we have some highlights mm-hmm. of said G leaguer. Uh, if you're listening on other on other sites, I'm sorry, but if you want to see see this, go to YouTube. If you haven't. Uh, yeah, the slam dunk contest, but man, Mike did, Mike did his thing out there, man. He really did his thing. Look at that, you got Jesus. You got two folks. How tall is McClung? Huh? How, How tall, tall is he? he? I think six one, six two, maybe. Dude, they signed him just so he could do the dunk contest. All these all-stars should be ashamed of themselves. That's all I'm saying. He's back in the the G League. 
Oh my god. Insane. He got bounced. Now man. outside of Duncan. Now I mean DeMar DeRozan, he he was a good dunker too. DeMar DeRozan did a dunk contest back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could play ball. Can McClung play ball? Does he have any other look at this, look at this. He tapped it off the damn backboard. My goodness. Wow. This is my, my favorite. Oh, this is my oh, second favorite Jesus. right here. Jesus. Yeah. What do they call that? Oh, there goes King the Copper. I don't even know if he's naming these dunk shit, but it wasn't even like a competition to me, man. Like the stuff that he was doing. Oh, my goodness. That was insane. Yeah. I would have loved to see him compete against Vince Carter, dude. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that, bro. And you're saying he's 6'2"? Yeah, 6'1", 6'2". He's, he's not super tall. But you can tell he and just... these are all... Oh, my goodness. These are all first attempt dunks. Yeah. His bounce is sick. He got crazy bounce. This is my one right here. This is insane. My God. Hey, look at, look at Giannis. Look at Giannis's face. <laughs> and then you had the one oh, kid from the Knicks. That he just kept sticking his arm in the rim. He did it like twice. Dude. Mac, yeah, Mac did good, man. Look at his head near the rim. Yeah. Hot damn, boy. But he like, he pumped it in the air, though. That's, that's just oh, crazy. What position does he play, point or shooting guard? Um... I think he's a point where he's kind of a off guard. He can he can hoop though. Yeah, the five forty. Yeah, that's a, uh, a how old is he? he looks like a hip, how old is he? He looks like an old man. Matt gotta be about. He can't be more than twenty two. Twenty three maybe. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That was for being born. I'm, I mean, dude, coming up from the G League to do this in the all-star competition? Yeah, he did his thing, man. Look at that. And all these dunks on the first attempt. He wasn't fucking around, dude. All uh, these dunks on the first attempt. Look, look at that. he was, Jesus. man. Look at that. That's sick. And, it, and who said white man can't jump? Wow. Jeez. Mm. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to that young fella. Yeah, man. I hope to see him in the NBA soon, dude. I hope to see him Congrats. in the NBA soon. Congrats to Mac, man. He did his thing now, out there. I did get to see I didn't get to see the three point competition, but I know um Dame Dollar one. Dame dude, Dollar. My man was hitting half court shots during the All Star game, bro. Yeah, he was shooting. He was just pulling up from half court. That was crazy. That might like have been the worst all-star game I've ever seen, though. Like, just, that was just a shoot-around. That was just... Yeah, yeah, was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it's gotten like that. Like, I don't know, man, a couple years ago, when, like, 
like when um, Kobe, the first All Star game after Kobe's passing, RIP to the Mamba. Like that game was dope. Like that game was good. It was competitive. You know, the dudes really wanted to win. And this one, man, I'm like, they were just shooting. Nobody was doing anything. Just standing around watching each other shoot. There was a couple dunks. Congrats to Jason Tatum driving 55, breaking the all-star record. Yeah, I mean, of course you're going to drop 55 if nobody's playing defense. That's true. And Dame pulling up from half court. That was, bro, and he was just shooting, like a regular shooting stroke. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. It was effortlessly. Yeah. That was that was insane. But I mean, I don't know. I don't they've been talking about ways to fix the all star game. Like, I don't know that it can be fixed. It's almost at the point where it's like maybe you should just acknowledge these dudes as all stars and just give them a week off. And like, because they keep saying like, oh, they should do the one versus one. You can't get dudes to do the dunk contest. You think you're going to get dudes to yeah. do one on one to where this is just me versus you, skill versus skill? Nah, man, people ain't putting their pride on the line like that. No, you can't incentivize it to any degree because these dudes already make 40, 50, $55 million a year. And that's not including endorsements and anything else they're doing on the side. I don't, I don't need your one versus one, you know? Like, I mean, like what do you do know. for these guys outside of having the skills challenge, the three point challenge? Yeah. And again, we can't get anybody to compete in the slam dunk contest. No. I think Mac I think Mac should definitely be back next year to defend his his crowd. But like, I don't know, Stephen A. Smith, uh, that guy. But he had a good idea about like having a dunk contest being like a global thing where they're just like picking like uh-huh. the best dunkers. Cause there's a bunch of dudes on YouTube and like different, you know, platforms yeah. yes. doing crazy dunks. So I'm like, that would be cool. I've also heard people say, like, the way to get stars to do it is maybe you get a signature shoe. Like, if it's Nike, whoever sponsors the dunk contest, like, you might get a signature shoe based off of that. You know? I don't know. It used to be a rite of passage, though. Like, the GOATs were doing it. Like, bro, the GOAT did it. Jordan, he competed in, what, three? Like two or three, I know he's won a couple dunk contests, but he competed in a few of them. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm pretty sure Dominique beat him in one or Spud Webb beat Dominique in one. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Jordan's won yeah. at least two. Or I think. I know I Jordan know won beat Dominique ones. in one of the competitions. Yes. Like the foul line dunk, the one where he's like on mm-hmm. his side. But I felt like Jordan competed in another one. Maybe it was one when he was younger, but like Kobe, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter. Like, I don't know, man. I've, I've heard people say that, like, it's kind of LeBron's fault because he was the guy that didn't do it of, like, the, you know, the all-time greats at that position. Because you don't expect big men to do ducking. Like, don't want to see Shaq do it. Dwight Howard aside, he did great in the dunk Dwight contest. Dwight Howard, yeah, another one yeah. who got robbed in one of those yeah. contests. Hell, Amari Steinemeyer did a dunk contest back in the day. You know? Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. He did. And I'm like, he I did. don't know, man. Like, I like to see, like, Zion do it. But, I mean, I just need Zion to be healthy. Just in general. I don't care about an all-star or a dunk contest. Just be healthy. Zion might sprain an ankle trying to yeah. attempt a, <laughs> a Possibly. 360. I mean, who knows? And then 
I like Giles bounces crazy, but like his dunks just look crazy because he'd be like trying to jump over people, you know? And I don't know, man. Like, True. I know we talked about that before. I'm just not big on the Grizzlies. I don't like their attitude. I don't like their their unwarranted swagger. It's like, you guys haven't won anything to be talking mm-hmm. about. Like, we ain't worried about the West. Y'all ain't making it out the West. Y'all have not made it out of the West. <laughs> you not going to this year either. So it's like, I don't, no. I don't understand it. But, you know, all that aside, the All-Star game itself, I mean, I like the showcase of it. I feel like the the rookie the rookie sophomore game is competitive still. Some, I saw a bunch of young books that are trying to like some of the stars already. Show out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Tyrese Halliburton played in the All Star game as well. But you know, I like the skills competition is definitely a keeper. The three point shootout is definitely good. Even though like what's Julius Randle doing in a three point shootout? Like I I don't get it, but. I don't know if they go off like percentages because I know they do that in like 2K, like to make the three point competition, you got to like be in the top five and three point percentage or the top seven or whatever the hell it is. That's them. Like the best shooter should be in it. I don't care what percentage you shoot from. Like Dane should be in it. Clay and Steph, if they're healthy, you know what I mean? Buddy Hills. You know, there's a certain cats that just it uh, makes Booker. sense. Booker should be Book, in it. Yeah, D Book. I'd put Kevin Gardner, uh, Kevin Gardner, Kevin Durant in there if you want. Hell, I'd like to see Kyrie in a three-point shootout. Kyrie can shoot. Like, why not? You know? But I don't know, Harden maybe. But, yeah, the, the game itself and the slam dunk contest is like, I don't know, man. They need to They need to get creative with it. Like, I like what the NFL did with the Pro Bowl being a flag game considering mm-hmm. how violent that game is, like they shouldn't be out there hitting each other for what a hundred thousand extra bonus or whatever they get to win. So they sh- that, that makes sense. But the NBA is like, I don't know. It's almost like you don't want them to be going so hard and then dudes tear the ACL and, you know, miss a year because they're playing in an exhibition. So, you know what I mean? It, it's one of those pros and cons. It's like, it's two ways to it, but. The game itself, man, like the score was like a hundred and what, seventy something, a hundred and sixty something. Like, and you heard what Michael Malone said, the coach of the West or coach um, team LeBron. He said that was the worst basketball game he's ever seen. <laughs> I mean, so again, I like, no defense do? was being like no defense was being played. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I enjoy watching these guys shoot the ball. Yeah, but like. I want to see you. I want to see you score the ball with somebody dinging you up. Yeah, hit that shot with a hand in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, impress me then. But like, I mean, if that's what they're gonna do, then they might as well just do away with the All Star game. You know what? I would like to see more than a one on one. I think like a three on three would be dope. You know, like agree. Tournament style three on yeah, three. Yeah, four like tournament style because you got like, like twelve players a team, so you just split the teams up, or like in, like you a hoop it up, but with NF with NBA players. Yeah, exactly. So you can have like whoever gets like the top votes or forwards is a captain, and then you know what I mean, like top vote getters or top you know people they pick would be captains. Was it twelve or twenty four players that play in the game? Was that mm-hmm. eight teams and make it like tourney style, play the 21th. 
And like whoever, you know what I'm saying? Whoever comes out wins. That would be awesome to watch. And it could be half court because you wouldn't need to be running up and down the court. Like do it like, yeah, um, like you, like you said, um, hoop it up. What's that? What's that? Hoop, hoop or, it up with uh, ice tea or ice, ice, cubes. ice cubes. Yeah. The big three. That, yeah. The big three. Do it like that. Do a big three style. Like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I'd love to watch that because I don't know. It gives you the excitement of the game itself. And like you're playing to a, a certain number and I know they play for charity. So like, that's cool. Cause like, I know like the certain amount of points they get at the each quarter they donate a certain amount to like different charities. And I'm like, that's dope. And another thing they need to do, I get it. That's the NBA. You gotta like share the all-star experience with every city. But mm-hmm. last year it was Cleveland. This year it was Utah. Next year it's like Indiana. Like, what are you talking about? The you know what I'm saying? They're like 2020, yeah. Like 2025 is saying it might be in LA. Like, dude, the all-star game should be in LA, Florida, New York. Those should be the three rotate, like, it should, every three years, one of those cities should be hosting it. Or one how of the, in like, the world, how in the world did Utah land it? Utah of all places. I know they got like a new arena and like, and because they're in the NBA and I, you know, I understand that it's like every team that, or every city that hosts a team is going to host the game at some point. And that's cool. But I'm like, every three years, it should be between the gardens, Barclays, the stable center or whatever, crypto arena, whatever the hell it's called now, Chase Center, Golden State, throw it to Sacramento once in a while, and Orlando and Miami. Boston. I mean, not that Boston. I, not that I, you know, yeah. Boston, Boston should be in there. American Airlines in Dallas, like big mm-hmm. markets should, and like they had the, I know they did the one in Vegas, like Vegas is a great location too. Cause you don't have a team there. That's fine. Cause. I got to think Utah would, you know, Utah uh, wasn't happy with all those black folk coming there. Probably not. I mean, Donovan Mitchell got a good ovation when he when he came out, and that's respect because he did he did do his thing there for years, and it wasn't his fault that they could do anything. They just bro, the world I'm, has been I'm, running the west. And speaking of Utah, how is it that they're glorifying Carmelo the way they were? All throughout All Star Weekend, because these are Utah legends. So it's okay oh, for personal Utah stuff legend. Aside. Oh yeah, the NBA will do that. That might be my one knock on. As much as I think Adam Silver is dope and as a great commissioner, I don't agree with that either because I feel like Karl Malone is easily one of the worst people in the Ever. NBA, and the NBA is like culture. History. He was He's in, awful. He was in. He was in college, and she was, was what twelve. Yeah. Then I had that baby, right? And he denied yeah. it all the years. Yeah. Then that kid, it's pretty disgusting, playing the NFL or something like that. You know, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I had that kid grow up to but play I... some sport, but. But without, I know we're doing. I know we're running a little on time, so I just wanted to touch briefly on this. Hmm. Uh, it looks like Daniel Jones wants more money than what the New York oh, Giants are offering him. Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up because I hadn't even one. I didn't even think about this. Okay, so they're saying that he's playing forty. What well, he wants forty five million, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I heard this take earlier. 
It said it's like, um, it's like the Tahiti or a Thai something. It's like you tell your girlfriend, oh, we're going to go to Thailand for the weekend for a bachelor party. And she's going to like lose it. Hell no, of course not. And like, okay, fine. We'll just go to Vegas. Like, it's like a consolation, you know, like we get to go to Vegas. That's where we really want to go. But we'll say something outlandish and get, you know, get to what you really want. So maybe Daniel Jones is saying he want 45 million so he can get to 37 because he just wants to get over the, the, um, the franchise tag. Now, this is my thing. When I saw that Daniel Jones requesting 45 million, my first question is, man, I wonder who's going to be playing quarterback for the Giants next year. Exactly. I love Daniel Jones. I love Daniel Jones. $45 million. That's Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts kind of money. I don't know that Jan Daniel Jones has that in him. No knock on him. No offense to him. I don't know if he has that kind of quarterback play in him. We can't cripple our franchise off some Daniel Jones shit. We just can't. And it's a built-in excuse now. Because if we go get a new quarterback, we go get somebody we actually want. And, like, Dave Ball can, like, Imagine what Dave Wolf could do with like, like a Jalen Hurts kind of talent. You know what I mean? Or like a Justin Herbert kind of talent or a Joe Burrow kind of talent. Because if it plays out to where they don't sign him or Saquon, mm -hmm. you know, we might see two new players in the backfield if they don't get this worked out. And if I it happened to Saquon's work it out with coming. one, mm -hmm. I, I hope, I hope he does because we don't have the year that we do, you know, the year that we had this year without Saquon. Now, no. yes, Daniel Jones played well. Yes, Daniel Jones didn't turn the ball over. And for the most part, didn't blatantly lose you the game mm -hmm. the way he was accustomed to doing. Yes, mm -hmm. he did. But, like, dude, you need to recognize, like, man, if you're trying to win and be ready, like, you better work that shit out. Don't make and it you, easy for these motherfuckers to be like, hey, man, you can go. And that's the trip on me. That's the thing that makes me trip about it. It's like, dude, you play in New York. You play in the biggest market. You could take you could take the 30 or the 32, whatever the, the tag number is, and make that your annual. And they can build the roster out. Bro, if you win a Super Bowl in New York, you're going to make all that money back. All of mm -hmm. that back. But if we're giving you $45 million, off that cap, bro. Well, obviously, Leonard Williams is going to take a cut. That's going to drop it. Kenny Galladay's contract is going to drop it. Bro, we can't allocate 20% of the cap to you or whatever, you know, whatever that number would be. Like, we, there's no way we can do that. We can't bring back Julian Love if we pay him that kind of money. It's going to be harder to bring back Saquon. Where yep. are we going to get you a number one receiver at if we're paying you that kind of money? Like, we could draft one, but... You know, that's no guarantees with that. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like it's a ploy to make more, but I, I think it could backfire because I think the thing that the Giants are definitely going to lean on is they got they got the tag in their back pocket. Now, tagging Saquon would be disrespectful because that number is so much lower than the act, like what he can annually make. So I feel like they'll give Saquon... 14 and a half, maybe, if you can pull that off. And then, you know, 
I don't know. With Daniel Jones, there's no way you can give him $45 million. There's just no way. Yeah, I agree, man. I don't think we should give him all that money. Hopefully they get that worked out to where, you know, we can get all those people you said back. And... I'd like to... I think you should prioritize fake Juan Barkley. Yeah. Because I feel like you could put Tyler Huntley or a one and I Carson Wentz, but, like, you can find... You can find somebody to assimilate what Daniel Jones did, and that's no disrespect to Daniel Jones. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he'll get better. But if you're going to cripple the team by getting better, then I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't if think it's like worth Justin it. Herbert or something. Yes, pay him that money. Yes, or, or even Joe, Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't even mind yeah. an old Aaron Rodgers at this point. Hey, I'll take a Rodgers. Yeah. Come on, come, come on, Dan. But, hey, you know, this is all the time we have at the lab this evening. Thanks again for joining mm-hmm. us. Please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Listen to us on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us, uh, listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, and Amazon Music. Thanks again for joining us. Have a good night, ladies and gents. Peace. Later. Later.